The evil that men do lives on. We gonna bang your head! You are now listening to the Music Mania podcast, a hard-hitting show featuring all things hard rock and heavy metal. And now here are your hosts, the twins of chaos, Clint Switzer and Paul Lagana. Well, Paul, it feels good to be sitting here in our palatial Music Mania podcast studios on a very beautiful afternoon here in Missouri. I mean, does life get any better? Big show coming up, big guest. Uh, it's all good, man. Nothing better at this point. I mean, uh, you know, the warm weather absolutely just gives me the most energy I think I've ever had. Yeah, because you are one of the worst individuals I've ever seen in the cold. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm from Missouri. You're from LA. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. But I, you know, it's like it's your kryptonite. Basically, 29 years I've been here, Clint, and I will never ever get used to this cold weather. Hey, so. it's nice now. It's April. It is concert season. Stuff is, you know, you know, spring has sprung. That's right. Things are going. And I tell you what, we can't thank you enough for listening here on the Music Media Podcast. Our special guest today is going to be from the Dead Daisies, Mr. John Karabi, and he's done it all from Motley Crue to Rat to the Scream. To Brides of Destruction, to ESP and Union. Oh, that's right. I love Don't ESP. That, that live in uh, Japan is freaking awesome. I love that album. Absolutely from ESP. And ESP. Uh, I'm sorry, ESP. A very underrated project. Oh, it absolutely is. And you know, we're going to be talking to him about that. Talking about the Dead Daisies, which have a new live album coming out. It's called Live and Louder, and it comes out May 19th through SVP. And it's um, it's this whole deal. It's got a, like a digipack. It's got a documentary, a DVD, live album. This is uh, this is awesome stuff coming off their big hit album, which was Make Some Noise, which has been out um, not quite a year yet, but uh, great album. Very straight ahead rock band i love the dead daisies for what they are man they're no frills right at you in your face i thought make some noise was a great album live and louder very excited to to hear that when they Uh, i've always enjoyed that kind of straightforward just i mean you know in your face type of rock you know uh not not to say that today's rock isn't uh that way but uh you know you got with the double kicks and all that uh that pretty much every band nowadays uh you has know. perfected uh, yeah <laughs> i like the you know just the basic in your face straight garage almost kind of a yeah. garage sounding that, that's of, how i would describe know. the dead daisies and i'll tell you what a, what a lineup they have with doug aldrich on guitar former white snake and dio with david lowey with marco mendoza from thin lizzy from white snake from ted nugent brian titchy of course the, on drums from ozzy osbourne from foreigner right. he's done and this is a this is you know you don't use this term very often uh, it's a super group but these guys um there's been a lot of members kind of of come and go yeah, interchangeable is, if you will in, in, a, in a lot of ways we're going to ask john about that about the current band this these guys they've just been they've been road warriors man they've been out they've been touring they're going to be going on a huge world tour starting in june it's going to go to europe japan south america culminating in north america i believe here uh, this fall we're going to ask john about that get those exclusive hopefully on when the dead daisies will be back because you know they opened for kiss on half of that uh, freedom to rock tour last summer of course we missed the Dead Daisies opening. Right. We had some American Idol guy. I can't remember his name. Caleb something or other. Yeah, it was I don't know. Very forgettable. It was. It was just devastating to to miss that <laughs> tour by a week, man. To uh, to miss the Dead Daisies by weeks. So. Well, I'll tell you what. It is our pleasure to go ahead and welcome our special guest on this week's Music Mania podcast with Clint Schweitzer and Paul Lagana. 
Our special guest, of course, is from the Dead Daisies, Mr. John Karabi. John, welcome to the show. How is everything going out there, man? I'm good. I'm, I'm actually doing the very last tonight. I have uh, one more acoustic show to do, and then I'm going home, and I'm just going to sleep like it's my job. Well, not for too long, of course, because you got this, you know, giant, you know, world tour thing with the Dead Daisies. But I'll tell you tonight, uh, and I'm assuming you're joining us live from Milwaukee as your last uh, acoustic show. How's that tour been? I mean, I'm sure it's got to be gratifying. I know you love to go out and do these. And, um, you know, tonight's the last night in uh, Milwaukee, I guess, as Ellis Cooper would say. Yeah, I'm, uh, it's been cool, man. I, I started this thing about a month ago. Uh, I, like went up to Canada and then all through the Midwest down the East coast. And I took, I had like a little, about a two day window there where I went home for a minute and did some laundry and then I came back out and I've got, you know, tonight's the last one. I did like five or six shows this week. And, um, you know, I I can see like, uh, it's, it's, it's a different vibe from the dead daisies, but I literally get to sit down on a stool with an acoustic guitar tell jokes, play songs, tell people why I, I wrote some songs and and just kind of have fun, man. And, you know, keep the chops up and, um, you know, and honestly kind of probably stay out of trouble quite a bit too because I'm definitely not a person you want to see bored in a white room with a black marker. So... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can imagine what your uh, elementary school, you know, days must have been like. Uh, must have been really fun for uh, for your teachers, as they were for mine as well. But uh, uh, John, you know, I want to talk to you about um, this new live album coming out. It's May nineteenth. It's Live and Louder from uh, the Dead Daisies, um, coming off what was an amazing album, which was Make Some Noise, and what you guys have been able to do these high octane performances, this these tours. I mean, really, the Dead Daisies have gotten you know a lot of notoriety over the past couple years. Um, you got to do the tour with Kiss, which we missed by like a week by the way here in Kansas City still pissed about that so I mean talk about this new live album uh, you can go to uh, the website right now and pre-order it but uh, you know, it's coming with like a DVD and a lot of stuff I mean this is a cool cool product you guys got coming here yeah it's uh, to be honest with you like um, y- you know uh, the band has had it's 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 a little odd um, but the band has had quite a rapid um, you know, momentum going here, you know, and um, a lot of people that had our Revolution record and they had, uh, you know, make some noise, they would come and they'd see the band and then afterwards, we do meet and greets every day. So they would come and they would see the band and go, God, you guys are awesome. Like, I came, I thought the record was great, but God, you guys are so much better live and, you know, and you guys have fun and you look like you're having... And, and, you know, so, um, the record labels actually like, we should do a live album. You guys really are a great live band. And, and we just kind of wanted to let people see a, what the band is like, but you know, if there's a way to feel it or see it, we wanted the people like that aren't real familiar with the band to kind of take notice and see like this energy that's happening on stage for us every night. Like these fans are just, they're, you know, they're getting bigger and bigger and louder and louder. And it's, it's crazy. You know, and this tour that we're going now, we're actually, we're actually getting to the point now where we're actually starting to headline 
we're starting to, um, you know, even headline some festivals, uh, you know, different things. So it's it's really it's really pretty awesome. And it, it you know what it, it's it's kind of weird. This it's very reminiscent of you know Kit like Kiss was building quite a bit of momentum. And then all of a sudden that live record came out Mm -hmm. and you could feel that, I don't know, there was just some sort of energy feel that live record was just like, it just captured it all for them. And then they, and then they just blew up and they went through the roof. And, um, you know, I, am not saying that we're going to become, you know, we'll be talking 40 years from now as legendary as, Kiss was, but um, you know, it's kind of the same thing. I just feel like we, we're capturing this moment, to, you know, and it's like it's not just the band; it's the audience too. It's like there's something happening between the band and our and our fans. It's 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 killer. Absolutely, John. And, and that tour that you're talking about right there, that uh, starts in June, I believe, and goes through Europe, Japan, and South America. Uh, you haven't announced any North American dates yet. Uh, is that is that in the uh, is that coming forth here? Yes, it is coming. And um, I can tell you that we are. Uh, you'll have to go to the deaddaisies.com because there is an announcement uh, coming within the next week or so. But um, uh, I don't know how long the tour is going to be. I don't want to say, but I can tell you that we are starting in Chicago and we are ending in Las Vegas. So wow. nice. check out the dates for that. Um, it's going to be very short. Boom. One, two punch. Bang, bang. And, um, you know, but we are doing some shows. Uh, you know, it's, it, it, it is crazy. We're like an Australian American band and we really haven't done that much in America. So we're, we're, it's funny, we're American, but we got a kind of, we got a kind of, uh, prime this, this market here. Everywhere else we're doing amazing. Um, Europe and Japan and like all these great places. And, um, you know, so we have to come home and we have to work and, you know, so our management's helping us with this and, 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 uh, but I can, I'm very proud to say that we are doing some shows in America this summer. Yes, very excited for that. And, you know, what is this? Um, because a lot of people, you know, especially in America, I think in, in Europe, a lot of people are going to look at this. They know the lineup. They know who you guys are. I mean, they know who Marco Mendoza and Brian Titchy and yourself and Doug. I mean, this is this lineup is killer. It's like in America, it's it's almost like do people realize um, the, the magnitude of, of the individual members of this band? I mean, Doug Aldrich, Dio and Whitesnake, Marco Mendoza, David Lowy. I mean, just talk about kind of the makeup of this band because there's been a lot of members Kind of um, that have come through the Dead Daisies, but this is, seems to be kind of a solidified group, and uh, there's a lot of star power in here, isn't there? Well, you know, and, and let's clear one thing up. I know that, like, when you look at it's it's kind of hard to explain. Like, David actually put the band together, David Lowy, and he started it with another singer named John Stevens, and whatever happened there, I don't know. All I know is that I got a call three years ago. And they said, uh, do you want to come down and check things out? So, so, yeah, since I've been in the band, I know David's talked about it being a band. But he also understood, too, having guys like Brian, Marco, uh, you know, at the time we had Richard Fortas and Dizzy Reed. 
um, who were on hiatus from Guns N' Roses, he knew at some point they were going to get calls to go do some shows or hopefully we could work it out, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, um, so a lot of the names that are on this list are people that filled in for who, you know, um, who was in the band. Like, uh, for example, right after I did, we did the Revolution record. Brian couldn't do a part of his tour in Europe. Right. He already had, he already had prior commitments. Um, so we, we just called up Tommy Clefettos from Sabbath. Yep. And we said, hey, hey dude, can you fill in for Brian for like a month or so? He's like, yeah, sure. No worries. Tommy came, learned stuff. We went over to Europe. We did that. As soon as Brian was available, he came back. Tommy left. But Tommy's part of her family now. Tommy's part of the tree. And so he's on the list. But he was he was not like a member of the band. He was just a buddy of ours that filled in. Um, you know, I mean, even, uh, you know, David, David had some... Uh, David had some issues last year, and he missed a couple shows. So we got somebody to fill in for David. Uh, Richard had a motorcycle accident, um, and right like three days before we were leaving, or four days before we were supposed to go to Australia with Kiss. And yeah. you know, so we had somebody fill in for him. So a lot of the people that are on that list are actually people that filled in for. You know what I mean? Absolutely, and, so. and that it, it, it does seem just like a you know this group that's together here. It's very cohesive. These live performances are great. This I can't wait. To, they just sent us over the DVD. I'm going to check that out today. It's kind of a documentary that you guys um, following you guys on the road through the the last world tour, and that's going to be part of uh, the live album as well, which is awesome. And it's so rare. Like you talked about comparing yourselves kind of to Kiss, which I was going to actually ask you about that because it seems like long gone are the days of being able to go record an album to tour on it extensively, record a live album from that tour, and re- and then tour on that, which is kind of like what Kiss did, what a lot of bands did back in the day. You don't Bands these days, especially veteran bands, are flying in for weekend gigs, if that, these days. I mean, you guys are kind of doing it in a more traditional sense. I mean, I think that's what's kind of cool about the Dead Daisies. Very, you know, it's very original what you guys are doing right now. Well, it, 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 it's funny. It's very traditional in, an, in, in a current fashion. I mean, right... You know, obviously the days of radio and MTV and all that stuff, that's gone. You know what I mean? So we're back to basics, like in a way of like, okay, you got to pound the, pound the payment, get out, you know, shake hands, kiss babies, go tour, you know, um, you know, so we'll go in, we'll do a record very quickly, like a lot of those bands used to do. If you look back at the days of early Kiss or the Beatles or the Rolling Stones, they would do two or three records a year. Yep. Insane. Led Zeppelin did the first two first two Zeppelin records were recorded in you know sixty nine and seventy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, and, and they were recording it on tour, and we just you know so we're taking that old element, but now what we're doing is we've kind of figured out like all right, pounding the payment, kissing babies, and all. So now we have this team of people around us, management and PR people that have absolutely mastered the art of using social media so we're just constantly reaching out to fans that way it's like more one-on-one and then we just do it old school we're like once this record comes out we will literally be 
we will literally tour for, you know, we're, we're constantly touring. And, you know, so it's, 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 it's taking elements of the old and the new and putting it together and just going and making it our own. So, um, you know, I, I, I love being in the band. I love what's happening. I love the groundswell. Um, the fans dig the band. Um, it's, 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 it's just cool. It's, it's got, so there's some weird little chemistry happening and it's, it's pretty awesome. Absolutely. And, uh, again, that, uh, live, uh, album count comes out, uh, I believe it is it May, May 19th, May yes. 19th, May right, 19th. Right. Uh, John, talk a little bit about, uh, recently, apparently there was some news that you'd be working with, uh, Mick Mars and apparently you did have a, uh, session, uh, recording session and whatnot. How has that come about and, uh, what, uh, what's going to, what will come about of that? Um, you know, to be perfectly honest with you, I don't know. Um, like Mick called me, he moved to Nashville, him and I were, you know, had, we talked and we hadn't talked for years. And, um, I kind of talked to him about a few things, cleared some things up for him. He told me some stuff, cleared some things up for me. And, and, um, you know, he said, Hey, I want to do a solo record. And I was like, all right, cool. You know, and, um, you know, the, the, the biggest problem, the biggest problem with me and Mac is schedules. Sure. He was on tour with Motley doing the farewell thing. I was doing my solo thing at the time, and then I got the I then I got the Daisy's gig, yeah. and now it's just been uh, honestly since I started doing this thing, I have been, um, you know, I think in the last three years, I think I have been home. If I took all of the time and put it together, I think I've been home about five months. Wow. <laughs> um. And, you know, so I, Mick and I just talked, I did the two songs for him and I said, listen, this is your first solo record. Like, it's gotta be awesome. He was starting to get impatient. I go, I don't want to hold you up, dude. Like, I love you to death. Like, I just want your record to be awesome. I want it to be amazing. Um, you know, but I don't want to hold you up. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, and I, and when I do work with you, I want to be able to give you a hundred percent of my time, you know, whatever. And so I, I think he's, you know, he's still doing some writing. I don't, I don't know who he's working with or whatever, but, um, I did the two songs and if I can help him when I have downtime, I would love to, but uh, obviously you, you see our schedule yeah. I mean, between the daisies. I have the live record coming out called, you know, with the Daisies. And then I recorded a live album of the Motley 94 shows that I was doing that I've literally been sitting on for a year. And I, I just said, okay, you know, I can't seem to find a spot to drop it. So I just said, you know what, let's do the Daisies record is coming out. The live record's coming out in May. I'm going to wait till like June or July August, I'll drop my live record, and then I got to get into the studio with the Daisies, and then I still have to do a li- uh, another new electric solo record as well. Yeah, and I was just like, 
Oh. Mick, I don't know when I'm going to have time <laughs> to do this with you. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you've always been one of the busier guys in rock. And, you know, uh, it's funny. Last time we had you on was last summer, sort of in the middle of that shit storm that was happening with all the blabbermouth articles about you and Nikki and the Motley 94 album. But um, and, we, and we talked about that last time. But really, I've always kind of wondered, too, just um, one question about that album was just Mick Mars really working with a second guitarist and sort of like piggybacking off the question about working with him on his solo album what was it like um, when you when you joined the band Mick had never worked with another guitarist obviously in Motley Crue before what uh, how did he take that and what was kind of your relationship like like when you were in the band together you know unless unless uh, you know unless Mick says otherwise um, you know now I, I just saw Mick did a uh, he did an interview not that long ago with Eddie Trump and you know I I wrote to him and I thanked him, whatever, he was beyond um, complimentary to me. Um, you know, I learned a lot from Mick. I think Mick has always been um, probably the steadiest as far as performing. Mick has always been like the staple or steady guy, like You'll talk to fans, and some fans will, you know, like, they love Motley, you know, uh, and, you know, but they'll say, oh, well, you know, Nikki had an off night, or Vince had an off night, or Tommy sure. had an off night, but Mick was awesome. Yes. That's always been, like, I would honestly say, like, 99% of the people that I talk to, whether they love Motley or hate Motley, Mick has always been, like, Mick was great. Mick was great. Mick was steady. Mick's like Mick's the guy. Like he just he just kind of does his thing, and like I love that. He's got the the, the most sickening fucking like huge tone. Oh, it's um, easily so recognizable. I yeah. A lot of, what now? Oh, just eat the tone, like you said. He's very very recognizable, if, if nothing else. Yes, and that's the thing. Like Mick will tell you himself. He's like. Yeah, when everybody was trying to play like Ingve and Eddie and Randy Rhodes, he goes, I was working on my tone. Yeah. And so I learned a lot of things from Mick about that. And I think that the one thing that Mick Mick said in this interview that, you know, was like kind of, I was, you know, kind of moved by it. He was like, Karabi made me a better guitar player. Wow. And but he said only because I gave him the freedom to be a better guitar player. Like Mick's thing is, he'll play the rhythm, he'll do the solo right back to the rhythm. And this allowed him to expand more. You know what I mean? Sure. And still had somebody to hold the hold the rhythms and stuff together. So I, you know, we both learned a lot from each other, man. It was cool. I enjoyed it, and you know, I've seen interviews that Mick's done, and he's he's always been nothing but complimentary. For some weird reason, though, the fans think that we were just at each other's throats, <laughs> you know. And it's the same with me and Vince. Like me and Vince were just talking. I saw him at a festival. My solo band and Vince and Vince's solo band played together, and. I was on his bus and we were just bull, you know, bullshitting and, 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 uh, and he's like, man, I don't get it. Like the fans really think we hate each other, <laughs> you know? So yeah. we took a photo and we threw it out there and, 
you know, but it couldn't be farther from the truth. You know, it's, it is what it is. Everybody likes a good gossip every now and then, I guess, but uh, we all know the truth. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's funny, that picture you're talking about, because uh, like I said, we had you on last July, and there was all this... You know, all these articles coming out, and then and then that picture came out like two days later, and I was like, oh, wish I could ask him about that. But John, I tell you what, uh, before we let you go, I do have to ask you about this because I know um, you worked with Bobby Blotzer and Rat. You were uh, you know a, a guitar second guitarist in Rat with Warren Demartini. Um, know those guys well. The situation going on with Rat right now is about as mind boggling as it gets in rock. Although I, you know you should never be surprised by things that happen. You got kind of two rats going around. I know you know Bobby well. What do you know about that situation, and what in the world? I I don't even know. Bobby seems a little on on edge these days. I guess we'll say. Um, if without getting into too much, um, whatever. I'm I'm uh, I'm not real happy with Bobby Blotzer right now. Um, and uh, he, uh, I did a gig with him, and him and I left the gig. Like I walked in there. You know, I just remember walking in, uh, I bought him a drink at the bar, and then by the end of the night, um, we wanted to kill each other. So, um, <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. And then, um, but I'll, I'll tell you this, like, I I had a great run with Rat. It was very, um, I needed to do the thing with Rat because I was kind of, uh, I was so wrapped up, which you, you tend to do, like when you're in the music industry, you, you focus on, you know, yeah, your music and you get out, but then you're on tour and you're like, well, how many tickets do we sell? How many t-shirts do we sell? How many miles do we have to go? How much does the hotel cost? You know what I mean? And um, I, I, Rat was just a way for me to give myself after the screen, Motley, and Union, um, I was becoming a little frustrated at the business end of being in, you know, the rock, whatever. And rap was just, rap came along, and it was a way for me to kind of reset. Yeah. I could still play music. I went on tour. I stood in the background. I lit my cigarette, I had my Guinness and my whiskey on the side of the stage, and I literally played my show. I was buddies right there. My partner in crime was Robbie Crane, right next to me. Mm -hmm. And we did our thing, and I had a blast. Because I didn't have to worry about all the things that I would... It wasn't my thing. Yeah. So I just traveled the world, played music. I was a little land pirate. And I got my check on Friday, and it was kind of refreshing. Yeah, uh, John, well said, man. You've uh, you've done so much. We've uh, had you on a couple times now. We we cannot appreciate it enough. I tell you, um, hope the show goes well tonight. This tour, guys, again, go to uh, thedeaddaisies.com. You can actually pre-order the album uh, through Amazon. The live album that comes out May nineteenth. It is live and louder. And I tell you what, this is great stuff. Going to watch the documentary uh, today. Can't wait for it to come out, John. Thank you so much for all all your time, man. We really appreciate it. All right. All right, guys. Have a have a have a great weekend, and uh, don't do anything. Do which uh, pretty much leaves you wide open. So yeah, I was going to say that's <laughs> that's that's more dangerous than anything. But hey, we'll 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 hold you to that, and we'll call you, and we need the the bail money. We got your number now. <laughs> Appreciate right, it, John. <laughs> Thanks a lot. All right, man. Late. John Karabi, ladies and gentlemen, and you talk about a guy that you want to go and just sit down, have a beer with, kick back, and listen to for an hour or more. Uh, 
he's your man. Well, he also, you know, we, we've got his number and he, he told us don't do anything that, uh, you know, that he wouldn't do, which is very dangerous this weekend, especially for us. We've got his number, told him that uh, any and all, you know, malfeasance was going to be traced back to him. So I hope that's, I hope that's okay. But no, <laughs> great right. to hear from him. Great to hear all about it. You know, he's just very candid, very straightforward, talking about the Motley stuff, talking about working with Mick Mars, talking about his, you know, his um, chance meeting encounter with Vince Neil um, at a festival where they had the picture of those two. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course the rat stuff, right. which I just right. find mind blowing. I told him, you know, this the, Bobby Blotzer has just gone off the deep end. There's no other way to put it. Uh, it's unbelievable. I mean, this guy, I mean, the, the storied career in music that Bobby Blotzer has, has, you know, had, and to now just be almost a pariah in the music world. Well, that's a good word for it because seriously, he's I mean, been, he's been just, I don't even know the word. He's just been completely juvenile in the way he's handled this, trying to take out a version of Rat with just himself. And you know, there's been lawsuits, um, cease and desist orders, and he's still trying to, to do this, and he's bad-mouthing. You know, and you, and you got Stephen Piercy, you've got Carlos Cavazzo, you've got Warren Demartini um, going out there and with Juan Crochier and, and doing this thing with Rat and with, uh, I think, Jimmy DeGrasso on drums. You know, that's what people want to see. I, I'm sorry. That's what that's what people want to see. And if Bobby Blotzer's in there or not, I don't think any, no one gives a damn i mean that's just my opinion well i i don't know if i'd go that far only in the sense that you know that the the true uh rat fans that that began with rat obviously you know the original lineup is something that you know everybody wants to you know at one point would want to see again but, i mean but, robin crosby passed away they don't right, they right. already don't have that and, and i understand that but but again like you said though i mean uh for this guy to to you know just like i said you know uh, basically a pariah right now i mean yeah it's it's really crazy and obviously john has had some experiences as well that aren't so you know kind so it 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 kind of stands to reason but we can't thank everyone enough for listening downloading subscribing guys itunes hit that subscribe button give us a review we love to see them um we try to have a new episode weekly especially during the the um, spring and summer months we're coming at you with uh with guests just as frequently as you can once a week usually on fridays and this is kind of when when we start uh you know ramping up for the uh like you said the spring and summer uh everybody Please get out there and listen to us. Hey, um, the sun comes out, the freaks come out. That's the music right. Po- that's you know, right. you know, I did, um, somebody, you know, you know, at this um, the, the onset of each show, you know, we're, we're introduced as the the twins of chaos, which has actually taken a few hits over. I, I've noticed uh, over at Metal Sludge, a couple people kind of poking fun at, at us being the twins of chaos, but they have no idea, you know, what we've been through together <laughs> and and how that that term is very appropriate in in many ways. They'll never know. Poke away. I mean, <laughs> that's my motto. Poke away, man, because, uh, you know, we have been through a lot. Uh, we're both, I mean, unbelievable fans of rock and roll, metal. Uh, that's what 80s. matters. That's what we that's do. Right. That's why we do it. And and, and this, is, this is our platform here. Uh, you know, I never thought I'd be able to sit here and talk to some of my favorite favorite artists of all time yeah so, you that's, know, anybody that's, wants to poke at that well then you know get over here and, and, and try and do this don't yes absolutely paul thanks everyone for joining us here on this week's music mania podcast don't forget to hit that uh, subscribe button thanks so much for listening and we hope you have as good a weekend as us and call john Karabi if you have any trouble <laughs> <laughs>